It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. It's hump dates, the middle of the week. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And, uh, man, it's it's going to be a fun day. we got a lot of things to get to today. Tommy Allison is going to join us on the program in a few minutes. Josh Neighbors will be here. And, and we're also going to visit with Robert Mays. Robert, uh, Robert covers the NFL for The Athletic, and he also hosts the podcast, The The Athletic Football Show. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk some NFL, and we'll go all over the place with him. But, you know, we'll focus on the NFC and AFC championship games that do not feature the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. I just thought I'd pass that along if you didn't know. Uh, Ward, how are you this morning? Good. Ryan? I'm well. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm excited. It's uh, first pitch luncheon. That means baseball's here. And we're, what, a month away from pitchers and catchers, maybe even less than a month, as the Rangers prepare for the American League West championship run. And I I think eventually a, a trip to the to the World Series in uh, in the American League, so... We'll see how that how that goes. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun today as the uh, first pitch luncheon takes place. Now, it'll be at the Baylor Club, and they'll have um, they'll have uh, Chris Berry covering McLennan softball, and Tyler Johnson talking about the McLennan Highlander baseball team, and and of course, uh, then Glenn Moore will will uh, preview the Baylor softball team, and Mitch Thompson, the first year head coach of the Baylor baseball team, will. Talk about his club for 2023, and then Sean Tollison will be will be the keynote speaker. So should be a lot of fun. That'll be today, and uh, we'll all over, be over there and look forward to having lunch over there and and uh, and and taking in a, a a good day and getting baseball started. But we are in the middle of basketball season, and well, we got some news uh, coming out of. Well, let's 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 quickly go to football first, and. And we'll talk about that real quick and and congratulate Mark Mullins. Mark is uh, was the offensive coordinator at Academy High School. He's now the head football coach at Academy High School. That was announced yesterday. So uh, they're going to keep it in-house, Ward, keep the continuity there, keep things rolling, and uh, and move Mark up from, from the OC position to, to the head coaching position. So that's what uh, Jared Hunt, the – AD at Academy and, and and that group has elected to do. So they're going to keep the continuity there. Kids know him and familiar face, familiar voice. So they'll, they'll just keep rolling. Sometimes at this time of year, that's really the best option that you have. And sometimes no matter what time of year, it's, it's the best option that you have just because of what you said. Uh, the familiarity mm-hmm. helps you go ahead and dive into your off season program. So there's not going to be a ton of changes. I mean, look, they're going to continue to run his offense and, and all that kind of stuff. So there there won't there shouldn't be just a ton of changes, and and they'll just continue to to do what they're doing. And so there's continuity there. And and look, if a guy's ready, and if you got a guy on staff, and and you have that opportunity, why not roll from within? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you go outside and search. 
when you when you need a new voice, you need but that wasn't the case at Academy. Uh so they they kept it internal and and so he's the uh, the new head coach. All right, uh, some basketball news. Mark Moorfield is no longer the the head basketball coach of the UMHB women's basketball program. Not real clear on why the move was made in the middle of the season. They're, they were th- they're thirteen and four, and, and playing really really well and and taking care of business. And this is a program that under Moorfield had won a lot of ball games, and, and and the program had stepped up and elevated and and was really really rolling. And so, but uh, abruptly, it certainly appears anyway, they make a change. Uh, and uh, and the, really the only thing you're getting officially is that he's no longer employed by the by the University of Mary Harden Baylor and that Kendra Foreman uh, the the assistant will be the interim head coach and that's basically the extent of the comments for it I mean we were both surprised to say the least that this happened and certainly surprised that this happened with the timing of this decision. Yeah, very surprised. Didn't didn't see anything um, coming before the decision uh, that that we saw yesterday. We were both sitting there in the afternoon, and mm-hmm. uh, it it came down. So uh, I I don't know. It's it's been very quiet, but they decided that for whatever reason that they needed to make a move, and they went ahead and made that move. So we'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds as they move forward under an interim coach. But uh, Coach Morefield no longer with uh, with the Crusaders and that basketball program. Uh, let's see. Quick note from the Baylor men's basketball program: um, basketball signee Jacoby Walter has been named a McDonald's All American. Walter is the sixth player in Baylor basketball program history to be named a. McDonald's All-American, joining the likes of Tweedy Carter, Perry Jones, uh, uh, Isaiah Austin, Kendall Brown, and Keontae George. So pretty high uh, honor for the young man coming in. So good stuff there. On the hardwoods last night, <laughs> another night in the Big 12. That's, that's all you could say. Kansas State, uh, the number five team in the country, loses to number twelve Iowa State, eighty to seventy-six. They're both now six and two. Texas beats Oklahoma. They're now six and two. TCU wins over Oklahoma. Uh, Texas beat Oklahoma State rather, and uh, TCU wins over OU, and they're now five and three. And if you go look at the standings in the Big Twelve, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas six and two. TCU, Baylor, and Kansas five and three. Oh man, this is uh, and then Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and Texas. It's just what we talked about yesterday, and, and this is what it's going to be like for the rest of the season. It is just going to be. It's almost like they're, they're just cannibalizing each other. I mean, it's just you know, <laughs> you, you're you're not going to get through this thing unscathed, and. and Bill Self talks about that. We'll get to that a little later on in the program. But he described in his postgame comments the other night after the Baylor-Kansas game Monday night, he described playing in the Big 12. 
and I thought it was very interesting. We listened to it a little bit yesterday afternoon, and I thought, well, we'll uh, we'll get to that. And ironically, you look at the results last night, and what he talks about is reflective in the scores from last night. But another another great night in the Big Twelve, Ward. I mean, that's just the way it is. And we've said it all along. It's going to be that, and you just hope these two these teams in the Big Twelve do not chew each other up to where you know they're they're just gassed by by the end of the season going into the tournament. Uh, it either makes you a whole lot better or it wears you completely down. And we'll only see when we see what, what the results of this this juggernaut of a conference is. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and you're right. It can go both ways. And, and it is as good as this league has been. I think you mentioned it yesterday. It may be even deeper this year. There, there's, it is. It is. There's no doubt it's deeper this year. And I don't, you know, that means even the teams that are theoretically struggling, and they are by record, you know, Tech at 0-7. But I don't, I, you know, I'm not sure you want to play them. I'm not sure you want to go on the floor and play them. I certainly don't think you want to play them in Lubbock right now. I mean, I watched them Saturday. And you, and you kept, and all you could walk away with was, how are they 0-7? They're really good. They're really talented. They're well coached. Mm-hmm. And I think you could I think that's the description of everybody in this league. Is they're really good, they're really talented, and they're well coached. And I could be talking about any of the ten teams in the Big Twelve this year. Well, we're gonna find out a lot about the Big Twelve this weekend. In the in the challenge? Yes. I mean I, I don't think it sets a precedent. But you're going to find out what they can do outside the conference mm-hmm. for everybody because there, you know, there's some great matchups uh, coming up this weekend. KU Kentucky, yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of blue birds, of, uh, blue bloods in basketball, right? Yeah, and, and you got Arkansas coming here, here in here in, Lub- uh, here, in uh, here in Waco, and Texas Tech going to LSU. I mean, I think that's a good matchup, but you know, not one of the marquee, but Still, you're you're going to find out, you know, quite a bit of, of of what's going on. I mean, the two biggest matchups probably are Texas and Tennessee, and then um, how about that one, Rick Barnes, mm-hmm. <laughs> former coach, and now his new team. Yeah, and then you've got Kansas, which you just mentioned, in Kentucky. That I mean, that's going to be a great matchup. Alabama taking on Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Auburn and West Virginia. I mean, just go down the list and and. Florida and Kansas State. I mean, that that has the potential of being a really good basketball game as well. What do you guys think? I want I want both of your opinions. What do you think of this Big 12 SEC clash, if you will, in the middle of the conference race? You step out of conference competition, kind of disrupt what the flow of the league for both for both leagues, quite frankly. I, I and, think, and it's made for television. Make no mistake about it. Well, I, I think if you're in the Big 12, you welcome the opportunity to get out of this conference for a game and and, <laughs> yeah. and start playing somebody else for Good just point. one game and kind of exhale, yeah, exhale a little bit. Yeah, typically you wouldn't want, you know, just something like this in the middle of the conference season. But, yeah, towards point, with the conference as hectic as the Big 12, yeah, I think a step aside and a breather is good for everyone involved. Good point. Uh, I, I just I thought you know 
you're in your 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 rhythm, you're in your routine, you're in your flow, and then all of a sudden you you step out and play a non-conference matchup. And you know, and you're right. There's some great matchups, and and these games. It's bragging rights, certainly, but it will also, you know, it also kind of also a measuring stick. Yeah, it is. I was going to say it's it's also an opportunity to to kind of measure yourself where you are mid season outside of your own league. And, and sometimes you can probably get tunnel vision. You're you're in this league and you're playing familiar people. Well, now you're going to play somebody not so familiar. I mean, you know the name on the front of the jersey, and you've got scouting reports, but you don't see them night in and night out. I mean. Look, Baylor's not paying attention to Arkansas night in and night out. So uh, it, it will be interesting. I, I just, I've just, on the surface, I thought, man, that's a little, you know, and I know why they do it. And it will be watched all across the country. I mean, it, it will be a, it will be a, uh, it will be a, a fun Saturday for the fans. There's no doubt. But I was just curious what coaches and players thought. But, and you're right. That may be a great point that, hey, we get to play somebody that we don't know and we don't look as we haven't seen and we haven't watched a ton of film on and we're going to we're going to compete against somebody a little different that may be fun for them all right uh, 713 coming up in just a couple of minutes we're going to visit with Tommy Allison and uh, then at the bottom of the hour Josh Neighbors talks some more Big 12 with us we'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes we're off and running this is game time your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas right back with more in just a moment Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way, Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. Porter Mosier is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. 
What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 17 after 7, this is game time. If you're out and about, drive safely this morning. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by former Robinson head coach and former Midway offensive coordinator Tommy Allison, who is now headed to Prosper, Texas, takes over the new program at Walnut Grove. Tommy, good morning. First of all, why, why did this job intrigue you? Why, why, did, you, uh, why did you go after this one, and, and why did you take this job? Wow, man. Well, first of all, Tom, good to hear your voice, man. Uh, you know, what an unbelievable opportunity. Uh, you know, Prosper ISD uh, is known across the setting the standard for school districts. And to be able to be on the ground floor of opening a brand-new high school and just the ability to be able to pour into kids at the very ground level, uh, you know, I, I, I felt in my heart, you know, that, you know, God has prepared me for 27 and a half years for this opportunity. And, uh, man, he just – so gracious to have this opportunity and so excited man coach how how much fun will it be to be able to put your fingerprint on the program from the ground up you know it sort of gives me chills thinking about it you know uh you know i I was sort of raised with a bible in one hand and a ball in the other you know my mom wanted me to be a preacher but you know at the end of the day i got this profession because i love kids and you want to build relationships and you know to be able to to be in the ground floor of something and, you know, be able to look 20 years from now and to look back and to know you had a small part, you know, in the traditions and the culture and everything that takes place in this school, man, that, how exciting. And, uh, and it, it, it feels great. I'll be honest. I, I got chills. I got chills right now even talking about it. Tommy, have you kind of put a checklist together of everything you need to do? And I'm sure that list is long. And, 
And, and what's at the top? What do, what do you do first when there's nothing there? I mean, literally nothing. There's no staff. There's no players. There's <laughs> there's probably no equipment. I mean, wh- where does this where does this task begin for you? Uh, that checklist is very very long. <laughs> uh, but number one, Tom. Number one, man. It's it's just about pouring into people. It's about pouring into. Uh, the administration there pouring into the kids. You know, it's a it's sort of a unique situation. They got two six A schools there in Prosper High School and Rock Hill High School, and you know the kids that uh, are going to go to Walnut Grove have already been zoned to that school. So, you know, I'm going to every day be able to go to an athletic period and work with kids that are going to go to Walnut Grove. So, you know, that's starting today. I, I think my first meeting today it's eight fifteen or eight forty five. I, I, it's it's all a blur right now, but. Today's the first day I get to actually meet kids and to pour into kids. So I'll be able to go to one high school at one time, the next high school at the other. There's a junior high that feeds directly into this school. Uh, and so to be able to go and start immediately working with those kids. So, Tom, number one, it's about relationships. It's about uh, meeting those kids, loving on those kids, and, you know, and then starting to put a staff together that is going to be able to do the same thing. How important is it to have – that feeder school for your program to be able to implicate all the way down the line what you want to accomplish there at Grove? I think it's huge, man. I mean, in, in a lot of these big districts in the Metroplex, you know, they, they've got junior highs. And, and a lot of times there may be one middle school, uh, but it may feed into two different schools, if that makes any sense, you know, right? Uh, where, where they may feed into two different high schools. But to have one that is specifically feeding into Walnut Grove High School, and it's a special situation. It, this, this is an unbelievable setup, and, uh, you know, there's such a great opportunity for success here. And so it, I, I know it's not going to be an immediate thing. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some time and preparation. But, man, the, the results, uh, the future, man, looks so bright. Tommy, I'm going to go back to the staff for just a second. I, I think that's very fascinating in this in this scenario. Now, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've got to hire people that have the same vision, not only in the X's and O's area, but also the same vision for how to put this thing together and to grow this thing as you move forward in year one, year two, year three. I mean, everybody's got to be in sync on this thing, don't they? Yeah, I think, Tom, if, if, to be truthful, that's the most important thing. You know, if, if you're going to choose a candidate and you've got a candidate A over here who's won a lot of games, uh, but character-wise or whatever the situation, they're, 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 they can't really see the vision that you want to go forward with, and you've got candidate B over here, and they're a great person, they're a good coach, man, you can always help and train and, and, and learn to be, you know, a better coach. But I don't know that you can always, you know, immediately adapt to be a better person. So at the end of the day, that, that is – you know, it's, it's important that the vision and everybody being aligned to the vision. And, and, you know, one of my biggest jobs, number one, is going to be able to to, to articulate that vision to all stakeholders and uh, to be able to, for everybody to be able to get on board with that. So, and you, you nailed it on the head right there, Tom. That, that, that is going to be a huge part of uh, starting out in, in, in the direction we got to go. And as the campus coordinator, I'm assuming that you're going to – you're going to not only be putting the football staff together, but there's all of those staffs that have to be put together. All of those, all of those assignments have to be done from from the soccer to the basketball to the baseball, soft, all that. So it's it's a daunting task, is it not? 
It's it's a big task. It, it really is. But the beauty of the whole thing, the, the district has an unbelievable athletic director and Coach Little. Uh, she's unbelievable. She's a dynamic leader. She has a great vision uh, in, in several contexts. The campus principal that, that they've uh, assigned this district to, Mr. Toke, Dustin Toke, is unbelievable as well. He he was fortunate he got to open Wall, uh, Rock Hill High School and now is going to come open this school. And, and the school superintendent, uh, Dr. Ferguson, you know, when you have unbelievable leadership, uh, you know, it makes it a little bit easier as you as you work on these transitions. Coach, getting one year of the outlaw schedule, how important is that, or is that a good thing or a bad thing? How, what are your feelings on having that outlaw schedule the first year? You know, I'm pretty jacked about it. I'll be honest, you know. Uh, you know, excellence is the standard of the school district, so uh, it, it's an, you, you have a chance to win a district championship or get a playoff. The answer is no to that. But because of the standard of excellence in this school district, it's, you know, August 25th, we're going to load a charter bus, and we're going to Arkansas. You know, we're going to play at a Washita Baptist University, and we're going to play the state champion in Arkansas. So it's like, giddy up, boys. <laughs> you know, here we go. So, you know, ain't nobody backing down from nobody here. So, you know, they've made a district that is uh, a schedule, football schedule, that's going to be so appealing to these kids. And, you know, when, when that's the standard, then, you know, here we go. So, Buckle up, you know, and so it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it, it really is. And I think it's going to be great as we transition, uh, you know, to a year from now to being in a district, being able to compete for a district championship and so forth. Tommy, congratulations. Uh, we know you're busy, and, and, and I can hear it in your voice that you're incredibly excited and and uh, ready to go. And, man, we wish you the best today and, uh, and moving forward, and, and congratulations on the opportunity. Tom, I'm grateful, and guys, Tom, you know, you always have a special place in my heart. You know, for nine years, you know, calling my ball games, I, I reflect back all the time and uh, pulling up on y'all's broadcast and how you poured into kids and, you know, just loved your kids and was a voice for Robinson ISD. You're unbelievable what you do, and I'm, I'm, I'm eternally grateful, man. Thank you very much. Tommy, thanks. I appreciate the kind words. Have a great day, and uh, and go Walnut Hill, buddy. <laughs> or Walnut Grove, sorry. Go, go Wildcats. Yeah, go Cats. Let's go Wildcats, man. All right. Have a great day. See ya. Walnut Hill. <laughs> that's, that's a street in Dallas, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> There's a big Kroger sitting on Walnut Hill. Dallas. Anyway, Walnut Grove. 720. Boy, you could tell in his voice. He's, he's ready he, to go. Yeah, it's it's fun challenge to be able to do that. And and there is a handful of coaches out there that have been very successful doing it. Uh, it's a short sample, but Coach Cope at, at Lake Belton has, mm-hmm. has been able to have some success uh, opening a brand-new school. One that really comes to mind and, and that's had a long tenure is at Burleson Centennial, Coach Kyle Geller. Uh, you know, he makes it to the region – uh, finals and faces a district foe in the Alito Bearcats uh, this season, uh, and he's been to the playoffs several times. But they started off with a, a two-year outlaw schedule and then you know, built it from the ground up. They didn't they didn't have socks and jocks when he got hired. That's and you made that point yesterday. I think I don't know if we were in a meeting or if we were on the air. Well, I got to remember, but. Y- I didn't even think about that. I mean, they've got to order basketballs. They've got to order a volleyball net. They've got to order everything. uniforms. Yeah. I mean, they've got to order everything. they got to get everything there, and it's all got to be there, uh, you know, in July. On time. Yeah, absolutely on time. And, you know, the, it's 
look, I mean, all of the maintenance stuff that goes into into the gymnasiums and the, and the fields and and all. I mean, there is a million and one things to do, and I guarantee you that checklist will grow rather than shorten early. So he's got. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do, but as you pointed out, he he gets to build this thing. And you only get to do that once, so he gets to construct this athletic department, not just the football team, but the athletic department in the image in which he he's, he's has a vision for. And, you know, what, what I think there's a lot of coaches that would love to do that one time, have that opportunity. So uh, we'll see. Uh, and it should be a lot of fun. So congratulations to Tommy Allison. should be a lot of fun. Now we keep our eyes on Shane Anderson and let's see what they do at Midway as far as replacing the offensive coordinator spot on uh, on that staff. So uh, it's just, you know, kind of moving parts, and, and we'll see how it all goes. All right, 728, and we'll talk some Big 12. We'll do it with Josh Neighbors, and we'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday in the Farrell Center as the Bears host Arkansas. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today i want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. There's a three-way tie for first in Big 12 men's basketball after Iowa State beat Kansas State last night 80-76. The Cyclones, Wildcats, and Longhorns all have a one-game lead over Baylor, TCU, and Kansas. There's basketball tonight at the Highlands Gym as MCC plays host to Grayson. The women's game tips off at 5 o'clock with the men's game scheduled for a 7 o'clock start. The Eco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon gets underway at 11.30 this morning at the Baylor Club. Former Baylor and Ranger pitcher Sean Tolleson will be the guest speaker, along with Baylor coaches Mitch Thompson and Glenn Moore, MCC coaches Tyler Johnson and Chris Berry will also give previews of their upcoming season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.33, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And from the uh, podcast, Locked on Big 12, we say good morning to Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. We appreciate your time. Before we talk basketball, let's let's kind of put a bow on on Big 12 football and as we head into into the offseason. Which, which of the Big 12 teams has the most work to do, in your opinion, in the off season, yeah, good to be with you guys as always. I think there are two. I think, well, I mean, I guess you could say that there's four, right? Because you know, you think about the four that have the most work to do. I mean, BYU, Cincinnati, uh, UCF, and UCF have never played games the Big Twelve Conference. So they do have work to do in that respect. But I think out of the remaining teams, there's two that come to mind. West Virginia is number one. Um, just after the disappointing season they had last year and, and Neil Brown, they've got a lot, a lot of work to do with that roster. And really it seems like it's his last chance and it feels like it's his last chance because uh, that extension that Shane Lyons gave Neil Brown was just, you know, it, it was a big pill for them to swallow. It was a massive pill for them to swallow to try and fire Neil Brown. So um, as a program, really, I feel like they're at a deficit because I'm not sure we saw any improvements that make anybody say this West Virginia team is going to be good in 2023. And then the other one's Oklahoma State because of the massive amount of roster turnover that they've had. I mean, you know, you're seeing yesterday they're hiring, you know, a coordinator from Gannon University, which I've never heard of. And they have all, they're getting all these guys from all over the place out of the portal, you know, D2 and D3. Uh, I, I mean, this is, they're, they're taking some serious gambles with the roster. It might work out. I, I still think Mike Gundy's a good coach, but they've got a lot to prove, you know, in the spring and then obviously in the fall with a lot of those wholesale changes they've had to make, whether it be roster or coaching staff. Who has made the best moves in the offseason in the Big 12? 
Uh, I, I, well, I think we have to, we're going to be doing the Texas thing this offseason, and I think it's I think it's fair. You know, I think Texas is in a really good spot with the amount of good recruiting that they've done, and also you think about guys like A.D. Mitchell coming on. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. They have the best roster, the most talented roster. And you mix in guys that have played, and you mix in youth. I mean, look at the receiving core that they've got. You had Mitchell already to – Isaiah Mayor, who's coming back. Xavier Worthy, obviously, is back. JT Sanders coming back. I mean, you know, Jordan, Jordan Whittington is coming back. Like, they've got a little bit of everything in their receiving core. And, you know, if they can figure out quarterback and then running back, they're going to be in good shape. Offensive line played really well in 2022 on defense. They definitely improved. They have Jalen Ford, obviously, uh, you know, player of the year. Uh, you know, one of the players of the year, excuse me, on defense come back. Like, this is a team that's bringing a lot back. And I know we talked about talent before, but this is a, this is a team that is getting better. That's got a ton of talent. Like, it's it's kind of a, a little bit of a gap, you would say, you know, between them and the rest of the league. They really do look like an SEC team. Once again, they've got stuff to figure out. But if we're talking about moves and where a team is heading in the offseason – I think a lot of the media, uh, you know, should be picking Texas to win the league next year. Does Manning get the red shirt, or does he start for the Horns? Uh, I think there, I think that's that's too much of a leave. I mean, maybe he crushes it in spring practice, but that from two A, you know, to all the way uh, to Big Twelve football, that's that's a bit too far. And and look, guys, like I think the one thing we've learned about this league is. There are a lot of guys who have gone through some trouble, uh, you know, some heartaches, some loss, some issues to become really good quarterbacks. I think Will Howard's a good example. I think Max Duggan's another good example, right? And I think Spencer Sanders is a good example, a guy who's struggling, struggling at times a lot. And so I think what we've learned is, like, you do need a lot of that. And I think Quinn Ewers got a good deal of that back in 2022. You know, I think there was almost a regression, you could say, at the end of the year, but I think that that could turn into a positive. You have to remember it's not a guy who played a ton of football. And so I think it's important for us to kind of take it like that and think that, you know, we are reasonable and rational, rational to think that Quinn Ewers should show improvement. But I think we believe, we should believe that he will show improvement. And I, I'm on that train. I, I think that, um, I think the best thing might be red shirting Arch Manning for them. Visiting with Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked Up Big 12. Josh, are, are you excited to see what, and I, the only way I know how to describe it, is this temporary format next year with, with the, the, new, the four new teams coming in and then Texas and Oklahoma still being a part of the thing. Are, are you excited to see what this looks like uh, for, for next season? Yes. I am really, I'm really thrilled to see what it's going to look like. I'd like to know who's playing who. I think we all would. I think we're all, we're all waiting on that. We've been waiting on that. And I think we'll get some word about, you know, what it will look like here coming soon. But yeah, you know, it's fun. I mean, we're going to have three straight seasons of the big 12 looking different, right? Starting with this year, 10 teams next year, 14 and back to 12. So the schedule being interesting, the schedule being fun, uh, you know, OU and Texas are going to take trips to, to places they haven't been before. That's the only time they do it, right? And so I think that element of, you know, scheduling and whatnot is fascinating to me. And I'm actually very, very – I'm looking really forward to seeing what happens. But it's hard not to. You know, a change can be difficult for some. But I think 
I don't love change, but I think this is exciting. I think it's exciting change once you kind of get over all the weird factors. But uh, one year at least of Oklahoma, Texas, along with UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU. Yeah, I mean, what is there not to love? Josh, who's the best team in Big 12 basketball today? Mm. Next one question. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, wow. It, it, it's very, very difficult to, to say. Maybe on maybe on this, what are we, uh, Tuesday, January, or not, Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, TCU maybe would be the best team today. Texas maybe is the best team today. Here's why I'm, and I also think Kansas State's got a great, great case of that too. Here's what I will say: I think K State showed last night in a loss, a lot of quality because Hilton Coliseum is a very difficult place to go and win. Iowa State's not the best team in the league because they they really just hold serve at home better than everybody else in the league. That's a great quality to have, but that feels like a team that's gettable on the road, right? I, I, I would not be surprised at all if they are a three- or four-point dog this week on the road against Missouri in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. K-State, though, like when you go on the road and you have a loss like that, that shows it's a really quality team. You, know, you, you saw their quality last week um, when they beat KU, but also they had, you know, they had the moment against TCU where TCU really stumped them. I, I do have some worries about TCU at home sometimes. They were a rough stretch, but you saw what TCU did at home last night, just their home crowd doesn't always feel like it's the best, right? We have a lot of great home crowds in this league and theirs is not up there, but then you saw what they did at KU on the weekend. So uh, it's a, it's a really interesting uh, question. Obviously I will tell you this. If I had to put my money in one place and at the FanDuel sports book, they've got Kansas as now the uh, best odds plus 300 to win the league. I would not bet against Bill Self to get this thing figured out. I, I would not do it. I think they know their issues, too, which is really good. Number one, DeWan Harris has to play better. And number two, they need to get some of those bench guys going just to give the, you know, once the tournament hits, they can play seven guys, whatever, it's fine. But you you can't incur and rack up so many miles during the year for all of their starting five. They need to get some guys who can give the guys a break. And you know, young college kids, and and she's gonna run and go. But we're going Saturday, Monday, and you got guys playing 38, 30, you know, 38, 39 minutes. That's where it starts to to really start to stack up for you. And then Baylor. I mean, Baylor's right in that conversation because the way that their guards play, the way they can make you switch and get mismatches, the way that, that team offensive, or you think offensively rebound, I believe, uh, seven or. Twelve, I think seven, somewhere between 12, 12 and seventeen offensive rebounds the other night. But they had like sixteen points, uh, second chance points. So they are, they are really good at creating mismatches. But a lot of it right now still feels like who is at home. But on this day, you had to make, make pick one team neutral court against anybody else. I might give you the TCU Horn Frogs. You you mentioned Baylor. I mean, isn't that an interesting story? The uh, the zero and three for Scott Drew, and then five in a row, including already gathering three road games, and we know how difficult it is to win on the road. Yeah, and, and the ironic part is they're struggling at home, right? I think they lost, what, the three-game losing streak had two home losses, I want to say, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. But, yeah, the, the thing I love about Baylor, and, and look, they play a certain style that is really visually pleasing. Just the way that um, Scott Drew allows his guys 
to create for themselves individually. He really empowers guys to take the basketball and really have the basketball, you know, they take it where they want to, right? Get to their spots on the floor, spread out and attack. And if you can't get your angle, I think it's the one thing that the championship team did so well was, you know, one possession, it was Teague, one possession, it was Butler, next possession, it was Butler, then the Mitchell, then the Teague, right? And those guys were so good attacking if there was a miss and Mark Vidal rebound and this year, it's, you know, in that team too, Flo Samba rebound, right? And I think Flo does a really good job of causing problems in the paint, you know, tipping basketballs, keeping possessions alive. And then the one ace in the hole that Baylor has is, uh, I mean, Keontae George is a professional scorer, guys. He's a professional scorer. You just see the fluidity with which he plays for a guy at that age. I mean, it's going to be, you know, we only get 15 more, whatever, more games of him. Uh, we're going to miss watching him, you know, flash the pan quickly one season. That's a difference maker to have a guy like that, right? So when you add Fla- uh, Flagler and Cryer and Love and George together, it's it's a really great mix. And I, I like the way Jalen Bridges, he's the kind of their swing. I like the way he started to play. You kind of knew Scott Drew was going to kick it into gear. I think the one thing I like about Baylor right now, too, is there is a chance, guys, that we look up at the end of the week and the role that they're going to be on is a pretty significant one, right? It'll be right now they're at five in a row. And there's a good chance that if we look up, you know, uh, there's a chance that they could beat Kansas, they could beat Arkansas, and they could win at Texas if they, you know, uh, next uh, is it, uh, week from today, so or five days from today, so maybe next Monday, I think. They've got a chance to put together something pretty special here in the middle of conference, but just don't don't peak too early. I think is the one big thing. What's going on in Lubbock, and is Mark Adams shine about to wear off? Yeah, I just I don't think the team's good. I, I think I think they've got some good players. It's not the team is playing very well together. I, I mean, like Kevin Banner is not a guy who can create his own shot. Pop Isaacson is an interesting player. Um, you know, you've got, you know, they're trying to add Fardal's AMAC back into the mix. Um, it's not working that well. And they're just, they're not as great defensively as they were before. But like, I think, I think this one's pretty simple. Like they just don't have as many good players as everybody else in the league does. I know it's simplifying things. It's just that you're saying, oh, well, they're not playing great. I just don't think that their players are as good as other teams' players, which is weird because I think Davion Armand's a really good player. I think Kevin O'Banner's a really good player. I, I like Pop Isaacs, but it's just not working in concert right now for them, uh, all that together. And so I don't know what has to change. I think you have to assume that tonight they get the win, right? It feels like that that's kind of where this thing's heading. But it's not, a, it's not an excellent, excellent defensive team. It's not a team that passes the ball really well. It's not a team that rebounds the ball really well. Not a team that scores the basketball on elite level. They really, you have to like, okay, we've got teams in the Big 12 that do stuff, you know, like they rebound at an elite level. We've got teams that can score at an elite level. We have a lot of teams that can defend at an elite level. We got teams that can get out and transition at an elite level. What does Texas Tech do? Any of those things that I just mentioned. Now, look, they're still a good basketball team in a general sense. It's hard to win in this league, but they've not won at all in the league, and that needs to count for something. So, I just think their players, they've got some individual players, but that team is not as good as every other team. And, and I, I just don't know if also their individual players are as good as, as, as other teams' individual players. 
I'm a still a thought from Ward here on this question. Uh, and Bill Self talked about it Monday night after the game here in Waco. It's, there's not a freebie in this league this year. I mean, the quality of the league up and down, if you don't play well, you're going to get beat. Does the grind over the next over, over the two months or three months of this this conference season, does the grind potentially wear down some of these elite teams that are going to get into the NCAA tournament? I think Bill Phelps, the interesting one, if you go, we go back to what we just talked about, like TCU should not get worn down by the grind because you saw them play so many guys the other day. Like, I'm in no rush if I'm Jamie Dixon to get Eddie Lampkin back in there. I, I think for TCU, like you want to find that form you had on Saturday at the end of the year. It's about keeping everybody healthy, keeping everybody on the right track. But if you're Kansas you cannot be playing these guys this many minutes at this point of the season. Like that might mean that you take some losses because Pettiford has to play some more. Zach Clement has to play some more. Right. But I don't know how long you can go playing to one like 35, 36, 37 minutes a game. I mean, I feel like I never see Joe Wilson off the court and he's a tremendous player guys. But I, I think it's teams like that that you're really concerned about teams like Oklahoma, if they're able to make it, I don't like their chances now. Right. So it's, it's all about finding depth and, and a lot of that depth to help you because I think in a general sense, like, no, it, do, it does not hurt I, I, just playing so many tough teams. And you had the one off week is the big 12 SEC challenge. So have fun with that. Um, this, this to me is, it's a great league. And obviously it's forged two of the last national champions and, you know, obviously three of the six teams, last six teams that have played for a national championship when you go back to Chris Beard's Texas Tech team in 2019. So I think, I think it definitely helps. It's just a matter of, like, is your team completely shot come March? And I think there is a chance for teams like a KU that it could be the case, although I still like the chance to win the Big 12. Josh, what do you, uh, what do you got coming up on the podcast? Today is our, our year interview for Texas. Uh, we're talking about today make enough progress in 2022 and what 2023 looks like. It's a pretty interesting show coming there. You guys can find us on Twitter at LOB12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the podcast, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, whether it's podcast and on YouTube as well. Please, please, please go subscribe on YouTube. That's the best way you guys can support the show. And as always, I appreciate you all having me on. Hey, thanks, Josh. Appreciate your time, as always. Good stuff. Josh Neighbors, the uh, podcast is locked on Big 12. 7.50, 10 away from 8. Tom Ward and Ryan, this is Game Time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We've got more coming up next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. There's a three-way tie for first in Big 12 men's basketball after Iowa State beat Kansas State last night 80-76. The Cyclones, Wildcats, and Longhorns all have a one-game lead over Baylor, TCU, and Kansas. There's basketball tonight at the Highlands Gym as MCC plays host to Grayson. The women's game tips off at 5 o'clock with the men's game scheduled for a 7 o'clock start. The Waco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon gets underway at 11.30 this morning at the Baylor Club. Former Baylor and Ranger pitcher Sean Tolleson will be the guest speaker, along with Baylor coaches Mitch Thompson and Glenn Moore, MCC coaches Tyler Johnson and Chris Berry will also give previews of their upcoming season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 7.54, this is game time. Coming up in a couple of minutes, John Morse will be here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program, but Right now, it's time for Did You Know? Gentlemen, did you know that on this day in 1924, 
the first ever Winter Olympic Games were held in Chamonix, France. Oh, Chamonix, France. How about that? You ever been there? No. Have you, Ward? No. I'm not either. Have you ever been to the Olympics? Have not. Winter or summer? No. They're going to be in the U.S. next time around, aren't they? Yes. Wouldn't that be cool to do the morning show there? Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Let's set the, I, I I think sales can get right on that, can't they? You got plenty of time. You're looking. You, <laughs> you're going to count on that. We're out. <laughs> and did you know that today is also Mark Schlereth's 67th birthday? Is it really? And also a fun fact about him. He was born on this day in 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska. He was the first. Hang on a second. He was born when? Born this day in 1966. And how old is he? 67. No. Do the math. 57, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. 57. <laughs> so, 57 in Anchorage, Alaska. And he is the first NFL player from Alaska to win a Super Bowl. Really? And in 1992 when he won it with Washington. And then he won it again in the Broncos back-to-back in 98 and 99. He's a member of the Alaska Sports Hall of Fame. I also, bet he is. Also a member of the University of Idaho Athletics Hall of Fame. He's currently an NFL analyst for Fox Sports since he since I would, 2017. I would venture to say there's not a whole lot of Alaskan football players. No. When I was doing the research was, yesterday, there was 10 players he, ever that have played in the NFL from Alaska. He, that, he, that number shocks me. He went into the Hall of Fame with an ice fisherman and <laughs> yeah, I, and and a couple of the dogs from the Iditarod and I mean hey, what what are the what are the key sports in Alaska? Great question. Dog racing, right? Yeah, I was about to uh, say that yeah, one. Probably. Then did you also know that throughout the history of the National Football League, there are seven pairs of siblings that each have Super Bowl rings? Can you name any of those pairs of siblings? The Mannings. Correct. That's one. Oh, uh, Barbers. Nope. Tiki did, Tiki did not win. Oh, he Tiki didn't. never won a he, he retired the year before the Giants went in 2007. One silly, year silly dude. I don't know. The Kelsey brothers, Travis and Jason, each have ah. one. The Colquitts, the Punder brothers. That, they're not football players. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then also, well, then what about the pairs of kickers, Chris Barr and Matt Barr? They they also. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah. They combined for five Super Bowls uh, between those two. Martellus Bennett and Michael Bennett, Texas boys. Mm-hmm. The McCourty brothers, Devin and Jason. They won one together in Super Bowl 53 with the Patriots. How about that? And then a pair of safeties, Darren and Jamie Sharp are also a pair of siblings with NFL rings. So did you know that? Did not. Did you? No. Well, there you didn't go. know there was that many. That's good stuff. All right, there you go. All right, what? And that's 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 your that's your that's your assignment today. I want to know the number one participatory sport in the great state of Alaska. I'll get right on it. I I just I gotta know. I mean, it's it's the gotta know now fact. So there you go. All right. Uh seven fifty eight. Couple of thoughts here from the CNC Collision Center text line. Dog mushing. That's, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it has to be, right? Wow. World Series champion Texas Rangers. Stop what five it. things need to happen. <laughs> I'm just reading Stop. from the CNC Collision you, Center. That didn't text even deserve line. to be read. <laughs> what five <laughs> things need to happen for that to be true? Don't you dare say that. <laughs> Ward covered it during a commercial break. And we're not going there. <laughs> we'll get fired. <laughs> uh, let's
let's see. Here's Robert. Robert says, uh, sales is busy surfing the Googles. Yes. <laughs> yep. Getting us to the Olympics. When, when, when are the Olympics here? I think it'd be 2026. I, I don't that know. That far away? In L.A., 2026. L.A. At the Coliseum and SoFi. Mm-hmm. We'll get that sales package right out there on the street. Starts in France next year. Ooh. Well, there's where we need to be. So the- That would be the Winter Olympics, though, right? No, yeah, but summer. that'd be fun. Oh, the Winter Olympics are in Paris. That's right. That would be fun. I mean, covering the downhill. I love watching that uh, uh, when they when they come go flying through the air. What do they call that? Uh, the, when they're on the, the ramps and go flying through the air. Ski jump. Yeah, that one, yeah. too. Yeah. And then they have the ones where you ski down the mountain. I'd I'd rather watch the dudes and, and the gals fly. Yeah. When they when they hit that ramp, they call it the big something and the little Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Somebody help. Yeah, you know, it's in Paris twenty the Summer Olympics begin Friday, July twenty sixth. Summer Olympics, huh? Twenty twenty four. Where are the winter Olympics at? That's where I want to go. Mm, let's see. We're efforting before we get to John here real quick. I tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll do that, and then we'll get to, we'll we'll get to John, and then we'll we'll come back. You got it. The next Winter Olympics are in 2026 in Beijing, China. Ooh, I think we'll skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not so fired up now. It's 7:59. Here's John with today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Jeffrey Check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from the mayor of Waco, Baylor grad Dylan Meek, on the partnership between Baylor and the city of Waco with the new Foster Pavilion. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Here's your chance to experience basketball at its best. See some of the country's finest players and top-ranked teams compete in the Phillips 66 Big 12 Women's Basketball Championship at Kansas City's historic Municipal Auditorium, March 9 through 12. It's action-packed excitement for the whole family. The Phillips 66 Women's Basketball Championship. Tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster.com. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. 
and welcome back. Take a look on the banks of the Brazos right off I-35, right next to the Clifton Robinson Tower, and you'll see growing out of the ground the new Paul and Alejandra Foster Pavilion, the home for Baylor men's and women's basketball beginning in less than one year. This project is a true partnership between Baylor Athletics, the City of Waco, and Central Texas, says Waco Mayor Dylan Meek. Yeah, it's really exciting. You know, um, you said it. We have a, such a deep partnership between the city of Waco and Baylor in so many different areas and so many different aspects. And um, but it's really exciting to see this one tangible one in the Foster Pavilion. And it is it is vertical, man. It, it is, is looking great. You can see where the seats are going to be. Yeah, it is so exciting. And we're so thrilled that we were able to partner with Baylor to procure this location um, for this awesome arena. Yeah, when uh, you know when Baylor wins, Waco wins, right. and this is a success for all of us. That's right. I think it's what's so fun about that is that I think leadership is really aligned on that in both institutions, both at the city and the community and at the university. And I'm just so thankful for the leadership at Baylor, Dr. Um, or, or President Livingstone, um, Mac Rhodes, uh, Brett Dalton, that whole team has been such a, a great partner. Um, they, they've all been such great partners. Um, and uh, again, that transcends so many different aspects of uh, community work, but uh, it's been a real joy to partner with them. That's the mayor of Waco, Dylan Meek, on the Foster Pavilion, set to open January of 2024. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're, we're glad you're with us. After much effort, we have figured it out. W when are the Olympics and where are the Olympics? Where are the, where are the Summer Olympics? Well, first of all, I misspoke. The next Winter Olympics are not in Beijing. That was last year. They will be in Italy in well, 2026. Well, we can do that deal. Yeah. Where, whereabouts in Italy? Milan. Yeah, well, that's a good place to go. When, when is that? 2028? 20, 26. 26. And then 24 is Paris Ward? Paris? Yes. Paris. Well, see, so our sales team can put a package together where we cover both Olympics. Good luck with that. But I I really want to go to Italy and cover the Winter Olympics. May have to buy a coat, but I mean, I'm not I'm not so I wouldn't be as fired up about the Winter Olympics. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I would. Summer Olympics are what I want to go to. We could take a couple of lists. Would you prefer to go to the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics? Summer. Let, let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line. Oh. No, 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 that's that's fine. You're, because you're... of track and field for me. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's and that's good stuff. The javelin toss. 254-662-1660. Go you're you'd be the dude out there catching the yeah, javelin. You'd be the javelin retriever. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you prefer to, to attend? Winter or summer? Uh so I mean in Ryan, you can also cut in during the Winter Olympics, Ryan will cover the curling. I still have not figured out why they call it curling, but th that's the name of the, the sport. But I, I just think, you know, watching those guys and gals fly through the air on that ski jump is a pretty cool deal. It said that. Have when, you seen that movie about the guy from, from England that actually 
you know, they didn't have a, a team and he, he, he did it. And what was the name of that movie? I mean, it's a true story. The ski jumping thing. Yeah. True story. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a great movie. I mean, you had to look it up. I mean, the, the Olympic delegation from England kept trying to keep him from participating, but I mean, he, he kind of became a cult hero. Uh, Eddie the Eagle. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean it was it's that's good stuff. I mean, so Ward, you could start training now. No, <laughs> I no, think it'd not, be a good deal. Not jumping off that. <laughs> they have a smaller one and a bigger one, no, right? They don't have one small enough. <laughs> I th- I think that'd be fun. Said they hear when they go down the hill on ski jumping, they approach speeds up to 60 miles per hour and can jump between 300 and 600 feet. Yeah, I mean, in, in look, the air, they're, they're way. You've heard the the, the term. Uh, way, he's way out in front of his skis. Well, there you go. You better be way out in front of your skis, and, and that's what you do. So, how tall are the or how high, the, the the ramp? The ramp. Yes, there's a couple of different heights, right? I don't. I don't Come know. on, we got to polish up on our Winter Olympics if we're going to cover them. <laughs> this Winter Olympic update on ESPN Central Texas is brought to you by fill in the blank. It could be it could be your 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 organization in Beijing this past year. I'm, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this mountain range. Zhang Jikao, we'll go with that. It was they started up from 446 feet in the air. That's how far down they went, and. Uh, it said between 377 and 446 feet. No, I want to know how tall the ramp is constructed. I would I would think that they the ramp would be the same height every time. When and I know how you know I know that they go up the mountain to construct it, but how tall are anyway? Let's move on. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, I, I just want to know how tall the ramp is the the the, the smaller ramp and the t- and the and the bigger ramp that they go down. But anyway. Because Ward won't even go down the small ramp. Dang. Mm-mm. Not happening. <laughs> All right. End of every NFL season, what do we talk about? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that, isn't that the ritual? Mm-hmm. I'm, what do you think? And, and, I, and I'm serious. I, I, I kind of want to know because I was listening to this earlier today before we went on the air. What do you think, Aaron Rodgers? Because it looks like the Packers are willing to discuss moving – Aaron Rodgers to an AFC team. It sounds like to me that Aaron Rodgers is 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 okay with that, and he's also okay with going back. Have you are you have you kind of been in tune with what's going on with Aaron Rodgers in the in the in the Packers? Yeah, and it's it, there's not a whole lot. Listen, just to like this. last year. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that anybody can tell you what's happening other than one guy. That's right. I, I agree with that. I want you to hear that this is Rodgers, first of all, dis- discussing the Packers team. You know, what does the team look like with me? Uh, what are the p- proposed, uh, you know, direction of different players that uh, they're thinking about bringing in? How do I fit in that? And and, uh, and what are the prospects moving forward? I think that's, that's a part of it, you know, because you want to win a championship, right? You want to you want to be a part of a team that can win a championship. And every team is going to say in the beginning of the season, we can win it. But we know every single year there's about, you know, a handful of teams that have a legit chance. And the four left are all four that I would have said before the season, you know, these four got a chance to win it. Now, I would have put us and some other teams in there too, which didn't come to fruition. But, um, 
but you you want to you want to win, and and, uh, and every team is going to say they want to win. But it's uh, you know it's the type of team you're putting together, and I don't need you know I don't need all my guys to be there for that. I don't you know I'm not standing on the table for these seven guys need to be a part of that. You know if if to to come back, it's just the uh, kind of the feel. Does it sound like he's kind of? To me, that almost sounds like, hey, I want to come back. Did, did you get that out of that? No. You didn't? I mean, he's saying all the right things. He's not going to be in Green Bay. But he didn't say all the right things the last couple of times. Well, I mean, he was kind of defiant. Maybe he learned. <laughs> well, maybe. Here's what he said. That they owe him a lot of money. I think $60 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it, it would definitely, definitely things would have to shift to allow for the, um, an easier cap hit. So, there, you know, there would have to be some adjustments for sure. So he sounds like to me saying, hey, look, I know that I'm not going to get that check. But if I want to play here, then things have got to be a little different. I don't know. Is he is he? pining to go to the AFC and I mean is he thinking about retirement I mean the only way he comes back is in the right situation is Green Bay the right situation no I think he's back in a Packers uniform next year and I would I would not have said that a week ago why would he there's not enough talent around him in Green Bay and that's what his argument has been every offseason up till this year I think he's playing it closer to the vest. So when he walks in another camp, they're not going, yeah, we don't want to touch this guy because he's He's, disgruntled. He's toxic. Well, you may be right. But clearly I think he's going to play. I don't don't think retirement. He's not playing in Green Bay. I I don't think retirement's part of the the equation. No, he's not ready to retire. He plays. Mm -hmm. And you think he plays where? I don't know. Is he a Jet? Is he there to tutor Zach Wilson? He's not there to tutor anybody. He's there to go give him a chance to win a Super Bowl. I wish Cowboys would trade for him. Can they? No. No. The money was not. They can't work that money out. Next year. Next year. It'd be too late. They could trade for somebody or or draft somebody or whatever the case may be. They There's they, always next year with the Cowboys, by the way. Well, I mean, the Cowboys – have got to figure out a way to go get a QB1 in the draft, a guy that's going to make a difference. And getting a guy in the second round or the third round or the fourth round and hope they morph into Tom Brady is not going to happen. It's just not. And Dak is never going to get you there. Absolutely will never get you to a Super Bowl. This It's not going to happen. So the only way that you're going to change this organization is to get a First round, top of the line, QB1, and go from there and build your team around it. Until they do that, just get used to what you're seeing happen each and every year. They're just good enough to get in their own way. The Eagles are just a home game away from reaching the Super Bowl after winning the Super Bowl in February of 2018, so the 2017 season. They tore it down. They changed coaches. They changed quarterback. Started totally over and built it in five years. Mm -hmm. That's the way you do it in the NFL right now. Their opponent, the 49ers, a team that just beat the Cowboys, will play for their chance to go to the Super Bowl on Sunday. 
It will be their fifth opportunity in the last 12 seasons with four different quarterbacks, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, Jimmy Garoppolo, and now Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. So their organization knows how to put it together in a timely manner. And it's been 27 years, 28 years? I don't know, too many, 30. Whatever. 40. How old were you the last time they played for? Oh, you weren't You weren't here. I don't even think my parents have met yet. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, so what makes uh, Cowboy fans, I hate to, to, to spoil, and I'm a Cowboy fan. Make no mistake about it. I watch them on Sundays. Excited to watch him. It's fun to watch him go to 10 wins, 11 wins, 12 wins. But what makes you think the playoffs change for this organization? You said it. They're they're just good enough to get there. And because they beat a bad Tampa Bay team, everybody got jazzed up, lined up against a good football team. I I don't know why everybody got jazzed. Beat a bad team because it was a playoff win. That's why. But yeah. and, you, and you advanced to the divisional you, round. You beat a terrible football team. You did. So, again, they were a That's sub. That's what you do. You beat bad teams and good teams you can't beat. Yeah. So when, when we come back, we're going to talk to Stephanie about our new promotion. We're going we're gonna to do that, and we'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. It's then make time sure to join us Stephanie on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock again ask for brian reese and i will get your knees in the breeze are you paying more than you need to for your car have you considered a refinance to save money refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result decrease your monthly car payment freeing up cash for other financial obligations learn about refinancing today at genco then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days only from genco federal credit union Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, welcome back. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good and cold. How are you? Cold? It's cold outside. It's cool. It's crisp. It's more It's crisp. great winter Olympic weather. Oh. Hey, speaking of Olympics. Yeah? You know that the 2026 Winter Olympics is in Milan? Uh-huh. Yeah, we've said that. Well, I guess I'm a day late. Dollar, Dollar short. short. <laughs> But I bet you didn't know that the yes we did number four uh, most popular sport in Alaska is basketball indoors. Yeah, stay warm with the heater. You would think it'd be ice with fishing lights. <laughs> with lights. Is that what you? <laughs> well, oh, the sun yeah. never goes down there. You can play twenty four. No, or it never comes up. Yeah, depending on what time of year. I it could is. not live yeah. there. I could not live there. You couldn't do that deal. No, 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 no. I wouldn't know when to go to sleep if the sun stayed out. I think when you got tired. That's the thing. I probably wouldn't get tired. I'd just keep going, trying to get y'all a trip to the Olympics. You're not the Energizer <laughs> Bunny. Trust me. That's true. I used to be. So what What do you think about that deal? The Winter Olympics, the morning show covering the Winter Olympics, and then? I think it'd be great. Well, get on it. Okay. I'll see Go sell something. Do. Y'all I mean, have your passport? Yes. Yes. Mine expired, but I can, you know. Well, you better get moving on that. Well, I've got two years, right? True, but time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> so, well, I mean, do you have a you favorite winner? Huh? You got one year. Oh, that's right. 
If you're going to go, to, that's right. You're that's right. The summer in Paris, I would love to go to Paris. Paris, yep. that's good old Paris. Paris. They have great food and great clothes. Great clothes. Zero. Don't look good at me like that. Grief. They have great clothes. How much of your wardrobe is from Paris? I guarantee you there's some. <laughs> Paris, Texas. <laughs> I have some purses from there. Like, so very nice. Do you have a favorite Winter Olympic sport? I too. It's going to be the Summer Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, Paris. Yeah, but is I mean, summer. I'm asking about Winter Olympics. Why are you stuck on Winter Olympics? Because I want to go to the Winter Olympics in Milan. Yes. Ooh, I could do that too. That'd be fun. Isn't that right down by by College Station? Milano, or <laughs> Milano, Milano, Texas. No, right? we have to go a hundred miles or more over the ocean. Which ocean? The big one. <laughs> Atlantic. Correct. Okay. Well, you had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> well, but see, you got the Atlantic and the Pacific, uh-huh. but they still meet in the middle somewhere, right? Right? I don't know that they They meet. have to. They have to? Why but, would they have to? Because the earth has water all around it, and when their land is there, I mean, there's not just land all the way around. You still have water in between the different Well, I've often continents. wondered, seriously, you know- where does the where does the Caribbean Ocean begin and the Gulf of Mexico end? See? You ever thought about that? No. Well, but think I'll think about, about that. that. You, you I'll So I'll again, Googles. I'm gonna ask you, do you have a favorite sport? Yes. Is it figure skating? Yes. I thought so. And then I do like um I do like to watch those skiers who, you know, go off that ramp or they do the flips and stuff. That's dangerous. That's like dangerous, like auto racing. That's kind of a new, that's one of the newer sports uh, where, where they do all that stuff. Yeah, that, uh uh-uh. Because that came from the ESPN, when ESPN started those games and. Those uh, extreme X game, games. X, X yeah. games, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. Now, they're, now they're doing it in the Olympics. But yeah, flipping like all that. All those and moguls landing? and everything, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. Huh? Thank you. But we yeah. know our. Little Ryan's going to the WWE Saturday. Yeah. I got you some information. Good okay. grief. I Here we go. I mean, no. Now you got ticked off that I was talking about the Winter Olympics. <laughs> now you got to listen to this, big boy. Back me up on this. All right. Back you up on this. Yes. WWE. I spent some time yesterday going through the Googles on this. Fake Is, news. Yeah. Is it fake? Yes. Is it real wrestling? No. First of all, no. it's not wrestling. It's wrestling. That too. Wrestling's what they do in the Olympics. It's it not fake. It, yes. It's choreographed. Choreographed Completely still fake. means fake. And well, they're not really trying to hurt each other. That doesn't make it fake. It makes it fake. It's a show. It's, it's scripted. It's acted out. But here's then go th- to a movie. <laughs> exactly. But here's the deal. Did not know this. Well, I did know that they used to be called the WWF. Correct. They got I, sued for a trademark. I got something else I could put in there, but go ahead. <laughs> so in 2002, they had to change their name to WWE. Okay. The base salary starting out as a wrestler is a minimum of $250,000 to start. Wow. Okay. Here's where we can all get on board on this. A ref makes $10,000 a match. We could do this, Tom. Yeah. We could just have the guys down the hall wrestle and we could. <laughs> I can pound that mat and count to three. 
most wrestlers in the WWE's contracts only last for five years. However, do you know who had the longest career in the WWE? Hulk Hogan. Ric Flair. No. Oh, Undertaker. The Undertaker. Undertaker, that's right. Do you know, have you looked at The Undertaker? He was, no, no, I haven't. He is scary. He was like the tallest one. He's like 6'7". He's from, he's from Texas. No, he's he's 6'10". He's from Texas. Is he 6'10"? I don't know. Well, you would yeah. know. How do you know this useless information? Exactly. His real name is Mark William Calloway, and he was born in 1965, so he's older than me. But 27 years to be like getting hit over the he's head. He's older than you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he only makes $3 million doing that. But because he's invested and all that. Well, that's an oxymoron. Only makes? Only makes $3 million. Well, yeah. I would think after 27 years jumping on people's heads, you'd be making more than $3 million. Well, he's not like active in the ring anymore. Not anymore, but still. Still. He's, he's still the star of the show. Get this. John Cena? Yeah. You know who John Cena is, right? He's of course, an he's an actor. actor. No, rides, he's not. He rides a, a purple cow. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's not an actor. Trust me. So, get this. He plays one on TV. He started his career in 1977, okay? But he is the most like wrestler in India. Really? India. Well, there's a claim to fame. I know. India, anyways. You say John Cena started his career in 1977? Uh, no, he was born in 1977. Yeah, he started in 1999, sorry. Yeah. But um, he's worth $80 million. How about that? The Rock? We know Dwayne Johnson. You know how much he's worth? Well, a because lot of it's not in, in, in Not ring. in wrestling, no. No, they've started, they started making their money in the millions in wrestling, but of course they've gotten other jobs from it, acting, There's another non-actor that's in the movies. Oh, uh, I like him. I like Do him. I think he's great. Oh. I think he's funny. And you know what? He's very giving. He He's very involved in mm-hmm. his community and giving back, good. which good. I think you should do. Where did he play college football? Somewhere. Nebraska? Miami. No. Miami. <laughs> she pointed out the window and went somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> Over the rainbow? <laughs> and then, of course, my favorite, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Yep. He still comes and makes appearances every once in a while. He started his career in 1989, but was inducted in the Hall of Fame. There you go. There you go. All hey, right. One more thing. What? Stephanie, the daughter of Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. married Triple H. Yep. Worth $150 million. Boy, did he get good. He did good. He did good. But there yeah. you go. There you go. Way, Have fun. I'm sure there's a prenup in there. And <laughs> just to let you know. The the Atlantic and the Pacific, they meet south of South America. Okay. So I just, you, well, you asked the question. Well, what about on top of the earth? Moving right along, it's 829, <laughs> and coming up next, we talk NFL football. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and, and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had when somebody asked him, the late Hall of Famer, they said, what are you doing in the offseason? He said, I sit at the window, <laughs> and I watch seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? 
And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. Wind blew her down the road. <laughs> That's where she ran into the car. <laughs> Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili can queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. There's a three-way tie for first in Big 12 men's basketball after Iowa State beat Kansas State last night 80-76. The Cyclones, Wildcats, and Longhorns all have a one-game lead over Baylor, TCU, and Kansas. There's basketball tonight at the Highlands Gym as MCC plays host to Grayson. The women's game tips off at 5 o'clock with the men's game scheduled for a 7 o'clock start. The baseball riders have elected third baseman Scott Rowland to the Hall of Fame. Over a 17-year career, Rowland won eight gold gloves and was named to the All-Star team seven times, playing for the Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds. The Waco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon gets underway at 11.30 this morning at the Baylor Club. Former Baylor and Ranger pitcher Sean Tolleson will be the guest speaker. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with the NFL playoffs on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 835, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. What should we pack for the Winter Olympics? Coats, (laughs) gloves, toboggan. All that good stuff. All right, let's talk some NFL football award. The uh, the finalists have been announced for the MVP award? For all the awards. Oh. Uh, AP Most Valuable Player, the finalists are Josh Allen, Bills, Joe Burrow, Bengals, Jalen Hurts, Eagles, Justin Jefferson, Vikings, and Pat Mahomes, Chiefs. Who's your winner? Patrick Mahomes. No-brainer. Uh... I'm going to go Joe Burrow, Bengals, particularly if they win Sunday. They're not going to win. Oh, I think they do. Okay. I, I don't think there's anybody playing better. And I don't know how Mahomes is going to react to the ankle. I know he's going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not even a question. He's going to be on the field. You couldn't get him off the field. He's that kind of competitor. Right. But the high ankle sprain? I don't know. Yeah, you don't how does that, that affect his ability to move? You, you, you don't know. Yeah, until he gets out there and does it. Yep. Could be and, a big factor. And is Joe Burrow playing really good football right now? He is. I still have concerns about their offensive line. Okay. And, and again, you know, as you know, in these tournaments, it's not who's the best team. It's who's playing the best. Mm-hmm. Boy, and they're hot right now. They, they're, okay. That, and we'll, t- we'll, obviously, as the week goes along, we'll dive into it a little bit more, but That'd be fun. Yep. That'd be fun. Who do you, by the way, who do you like in the – is it Philadelphia? I mean, do you have them beaten? Yeah. Do they beat the brains out of the 49ers? No. 49ers defense is too good. That's – that's, and that's the thing. The 49ers defense is going to keep them in the game. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. All right. Uh, what other awards? All right. Defensive player of the year. Three finalists are Nick Bosa, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, Cowboys. Boy, those are three really good candidates. You got a winner there? Micah Parsons, Cowboys. I agree. I agree. Because of his versatility. And he played this year a lot more defensive end than he did linebacker. And he, but, and he didn't leave the field. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, this this dude is so versatile. Uh, and I would I would I would are they where they were without him? No. No. No, not at all. He's a guy you have to account for every snap. Every snap. 
AP Offensive Player of the Year, Tyreek Hill, Dolphins, Jalen Hurts, Eagles, Justin Jefferson, Vikings, Pat Mahomes, Chiefs. Mm. I'm going Jalen Hurts. Could be. The dude elevated that football team. He has. He has. Just hard for me to I know, go against Pat Mahomes. Because he's done it consistently. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he, I mean, he, you want to talk about it. You, you always talk about what, a guy that wills his team what, to win. What's the Eagles offense without Jalen Hurts? Not much, I don't think, other than they can run the football. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. Yeah. They're not great. Right. Um, what's, what's the Chiefs offense without Pat Mahomes? Now, look. They did have their backup quarterback go 98, 98 yard yards. They've got some weapons. So, and what were the Eagles without Hurts? Were they over? Well, the Cowboys beat them. I know that. Well, I think they went over with. Nah, I don't know if they went over. They I, may have won one. They didn't win many. Mm-mm. So, I mean, Hurts is a a viable candidate there. Remember, it's. The offensive player of the year, who's the most valuable to their offense? Not so. who's the best, who's the most valuable to their offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't I don't know what what he went. All right. Offensive rookie of the year. Interesting. Your three finalists are Brock Purdy, 49ers. Kenneth Walker the third, Seahawks, running back. And Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Jets. Give me the list again. Brock Purdy, 49ers quarterback. Kenneth Walker, the third Seahawks running back. Or Garrett Wilson, Jets wide receiver. I'm going to rule Purdy out because the sample size is too small. Okay. I mean, he's – I, I, I w- they're obviously not in the championship game without him. Mm-hmm. But is six or seven games enough in, in a season – for a year-long award, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who are you taking? I'm going Garrett Wilson, Jets wide receiver. I am too. Okay. The AP Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner, Jets cornerback, Adrian Hutchinson, Lions defensive end, or Tarek Woolen, Seahawks cornerback. And for me, it's the Lions Hutchinson. He played well for a rookie this year. Yeah, I, I'm doing that, and I'm going to tell you right now, their coach is my coach of the year, by the way. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, I, I, he, he's a difference maker. Uh-huh. All right, the comeback player of the year, Shaquan Barkley, Giants running back, Christian McCaffrey, 49ers running back, or Geno Smith, Seahawks quarterback. Geno Smith, Seahawks quarterback. For me, it's Barkley. Okay. I just think he makes the difference on that Giants offense. Well, he, He's what makes it run, and he was he was a different player this year. Everybody had the Seahawks imploding with Geno Smith, at quarterback, and, he, and they didn't. They, mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> they just didn't. Yeah, you're right. All right, the AP Coach of the Year. Uh-huh. Uh, Brian Dobble, the Giants, Sean McDermott, Bills, 
Doug Peterson Jaguars, Kyle Shanahan 49ers, or Nick's Runny Eagles. Hang on. My man with Detroit's not in the mix? Nope. Then I'm going with the Giants head coach because that's a great that's a great story as well. I'm going Doug Peterson Jaguars. And that's a great yeah. story. I mean, they're they're on their way with a bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so are the Giants, I think. Assistant coach of the year, Ben Johnson Lions, OC. Uh, Ryan's the 49ers, DC, or Shane Stitchin, Eagles, OC. Ben Johnson. I'm going to go Eagles. What he was able to do with Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. the versatility that he, you know, because you can have that guy back there and not know what your capabilities are with him, and I think he utilized that offense as good as anybody could, getting in him into the mix. So there you go. There's your nominees for the superlatives in the NFL. Okay. That's fun. It's, uh, it, it, by the way, Corey on the CNC Collision Center text line says, so far, guys, you're 0 for 2. Hurts uh, winning Bosa over Parson. He likes Bosa. Okay. We're going to find out. I mean, they're going to vote, and we'll find out, but it's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, uh, 844, 16 away from 9. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through a uh, a Wednesday. Glad to have you along. Uh, coming up at uh, 9 o'clock, it's Greeny. Of course, Greeny hadn't been here in a while. I mean, it's it's been host du jour, uh, but uh, it's the Greeny show coming up. At 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, at 3 o'clock, it's John Morris. 4 o'clock, it is Matt Mosley. And on the uh, John Morris program today, Mitch Thompson, the Baylor baseball coach, and Glenn Moore, the uh, Baylor softball coach. From the uh, first pitch lunch, that'll be at 3 o'clock this afternoon on the uh, JMO program from ESPN Central Texas. 8.44, 16 away from 9. Uh, this is ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, and Ryan. We're right back for more in a moment. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing 
same for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know I'm supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from, uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. Let's see how stupid that one sounds. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. There's a three-way tie for first in Big 12 men's basketball after Iowa State beat Kansas State last night 80-76. The Cyclones, Wildcats, and Longhorns all have a one-game lead over Baylor, TCU, and Kansas. There's basketball tonight at the Highlands Gym as MCC plays host to Grayson. The women's game tips off at 5 o'clock with the men's game scheduled for a 7 o'clock start. Baseball riders have elected third baseman Scott Rowland to the Hall of Fame. Over a 17-year career, Rowland won eight gold gloves and was named to the All-Star team seven times, playing for the Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds. The Waco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon gets underway at 11.30 this morning at the Baylor Club. Former Baylor and Ranger pitcher Sean Tolleson will be the guest speaker. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it's 848. We're a dozen minutes away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, By the way, from the CNC Collision Center text line, here's a uh, geography lesson for us all. Draw a line from the tip of Florida to the tip of the Yucatan Peninsula. The west side is the Gulf of Mexico. All right, makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, 849, 11 away from nine. Ward, earlier today, we, we were talking about the, the, and we've talked a lot about the competitiveness of this conference, of the Big 12 Conference, both in football and in basketball. Bill Self, after the Baylor game on Monday night, was asked about the, the Big 12, and, and here's his assessment of the league. We have gotten beat, and granted, we got beat to a team that was projected to win the league tonight that's really good. And they went through the same crap we're going through right now. We got beat by a team that's fifth in the country or right at at their place by one. And we got beat at home that could have beat anybody in the country Saturday. So, so our league is that good. Uh, It's going, it's, it's going to be a grind. Our, our, our team isn't talented enough that, that we can be disappointed when, when teams of equal talent 
play better than us and, and, and get frustrated with it. We, we, we don't have as much margin for error as we've had in years past, and that's, that's, that's okay. But you don't have quite as much margin for error, and the other teams in the league are a lot better. It makes it tough. So, you know, uh, the difference in, 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 uh, in our league and then in past, there's just not games that you can look to saying, like, we can get well. Here. I mean, there's none of those games. So I, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 uh, I've, I've got to take a different approach and understand that uh, it's, it, it's, it's a marathon. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a, a immediate reaction because you can react immediately to in this league and, and, and you'll have nine other teams go through the exact same thing at some point in time during the season. So. That's Bill Self uh, Monday night after the uh, loss to, to Baylor. And to your point yesterday, it is a different league in that Team 8, Team 9, Team 10, if you're not prepared, you're going to get beat. So mm-hmm. it, you, you, to his point, you can't hit the panic button no matter what happens because he, he, he referenced it. Baylor went 0-3 to start the league, he, and he's lost three in a row now. You can't hit the panic button. No, you can't. You totally try to change things at this point in the season. You're just going to do yourself a disservice. You got to be who you are, know who you are, and go about business the way you're supposed to go about it, and maybe make some tweaks here and there. But you can't change who you are just because your opponent. Not at this point in the season. Uh, you know your identity by now. Uh, you've got to find a way to be able to stop some runs and create some havoc on the offensive side for you. And and that goes for everybody in this league, not just the Jayhawks. That's everybody. That's the Bears. That's the Longhorns. That's the Wildcats. N- name a team. Mm-hmm. You better be able to find a way to just fight through that wall. And, and, and to Scott Drew has said all year long that there's no bad game in this league in that you're looking for RPI points. You know, I mean, when, when you look, there's a bad one tonight. West Virginia and Texas Tech. That's not going to get anybody any points. Well, they both still have power rankings that are not bad, but I get your point. Yeah, they're both terrible. The uh, See, I don't think Tech – Tech just doesn't, for whatever reason, finish. They're there until the – That makes you 30, terrible. <laughs> until the 38th, 39th minute of the game. A team that cannot finish, there's a problem there. Well, yes, there is. Clearly, there's a problem. That's why they're zero and seven. There's a there's a huge. You got to be able to finish. But there's, as you know, there's a lot of teams that can't start, play the middle, or finish, and that's not their problem. Their problem is well, that's not anybody in the Big 12's problem. But they'll win tonight. They'll win tonight. Mm. They will win tonight. Okay. Six inch bold letters. Who said that once? Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> they they will they'll win tonight. They're good. They're just what you know. And then sometimes don't you just wonder what if what if Tech was in a different league? What if West Virginia was in a different league? Would we be talking the same about these teams? I don't think we would. I don't know. But the fact of the we're, matter we're is, we're not going to get to find out because neither one of them are making the dance. <sighs> How many teams from the league? Six, maybe seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. But and that's 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 the objective is a make the make 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 the tournament and b as you go through that process, win games to move up in, in the bracket. You want you know 
if you're on the four line, you you want to get to the three line, and and if you're on the three line, you want to get to the two line, and, and that that type of thing. That way, you're you're you know who you play does matter in the in the tournament, obviously. So you know that. But Scott Drew points out all the time when you play a game in this league, it, it's and, and even if you get beat, it's not going to hurt you in that RPI and that strength of schedule and all that stuff. It, it's just going to go up. Because the league is the value of this league and the games in this league are valued so much. Now, obviously, you want to win those games. Obviously, you need to win those games. And of course, it's, you know, you know the old adage in basketball win your home games, steal one on the road. Well, heck, yeah, you look at Baylor, they've already stole three on the road, which is. That's that's big time this early in the deal. Mm-hmm. You got to be in their 500 at home. So, uh, and you make a great point. They step out of conference on Saturday, and I guess it is a chance to maybe exhale a little bit and collect your thoughts and then get ready to go for the rest of the uh, the conference race mm-hmm. and get to Kansas City. And, you know, I and I know you play a conference tournament in, in Kansas City, but is most of – What's going to take place in the tournament already settled by the time you get to Kansas City? Maybe just not a seed. Maybe there's seeds available, but the teams that are going to be there, unless you are unless you one are, of the bottoms and, and you, you go come win out it. and win the tournament, yeah, 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 then it changes how things are. But changes things a lot. Yeah. Yes, but aren't you basically if you're looking at a run in that thing, maybe moving up from a five to a four or what? I, I mean, I, and for me the. The Big 12 tournament means absolutely nothing. If you're already set, I mean, who cares? Let's let's play a game, get home, and get some rest, get our legs back under us, and get ready for the real tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think people are really. If you know you're a a top seed, I don't think you're incredibly disappointed that no. you get beat. No, Baylor wasn't, were they? No. They just got on the plane, and I think they went to Minnesota, didn't they? And Probably the best thing that happened. So, All right, we got to go. John's up at 3, Matt's here at 4, and we're back tomorrow at 7. Have a great day. We'll see you at the first pitch luncheon.